0: You are now tuned in to the Real Coach J.B. Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance to do. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the get top, it out, it's a last it chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, what up, what up, the Real Coach JB here, another Slap Dick Podcast brought to you by online.ag here on Father's Day Sunday, man, the 20th of June, 2021. And, uh, make sure you join my YouTube, become a member, subscribe, hit the like button and go check out my YouTube videos. And, uh, as I do each slap tick podcast and upload it on YouTube about three times a week title of this show, man, agree to disagree. And I got a, uh, definition of a father on uh, my YouTube channel, split screen. And uh, I just want people to see that it says it's the keeper of the wallet. Coach of all sports. Teacher of all things. It's quite different than the definition of dad. You guys should look those two up. A lot of us are dads. uh, Not enough fathers. But I'll get into all that um, later. I'm going to get into uh, paying the bills here real quick before I give you my fucking quote of the day. Which, you know, I created that shit myself. The month of June is heating up with a ton of exciting sports actions. It's Clippers Suns game one tonight uh, or today in about two hours. BetOnline is where you can find it. Basketball, hockey, playoffs to baseball, marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. BetOnline has all the latest odds, news and information for all your online sport book betting needs. Visit the website today Use your mobile device Join and receive 50% welcome bonus On your first deposit So before the next tip off Face off or pitch Head on over to Bet Online And start playing today BetOnline your online sportsbook experts So So I got this show Today Agree to disagree Alright And it's on Father's Day. So, J.B.'s quote of the day. A dad shows us how to make a kid. A father raises that kid and shows that dad how it's done. I created that quote today. I made it today. A dad shows us how to make a kid. A father raises that kid and shows that dad how it's done. There's a very huge difference between a dad and a father. A dad is a motherfucker with a penis who has a kid or kids and basically from there is always going to be dad. Father raises that kid, teaches him how not to be, and... Uh, That's just a kind of a nutshell, a lot bigger deal. Now, I talked about this on previous shows about how dads and fathers get fucked, too, uh, by the single mothers who go out and uh, label deadbeat dads, um, and it's kind of like 75% true. Deadbeat dads have a bad rap. It's actually deadbeat moms who fucking... Create this by lack of resources that the single father has because. How the court and judicial systems are set up for fathers, the mothers, 99 percent of the time. Have the fucking uh, favors are in their court, the odds are in their court that the kid will end up with the mother regardless of what she does and regardless of what the dad proves he has or has not done. <laughs> Trust me, I've seen it and been through it. Um, I thought that was a good quote though, shit. You know, try to come up with my own shit here and there. Agree to disagree. All right. Oh. <sighs> Great conversations don't mean you have to agree with each other. I want to make sure you understand. God damn, people. Please quit thinking like a fucking. Your brain is a peanut sized fucking muscle. It's not. Your brain is fucking very, very large and it does a lot of things you don't think it can do. Stop fucking pig holing the motherfucker and limiting yourself. Good conversations often end in arguments. Best friends, brothers, sisters, fucking family members. Arguments happen all the time, right? You still love each other at the end of the day and... You know, I don't see the difference between best friends doing that. I mean, straight up having fights, scrapping, fighting, and you still love each other at the end of the day over an argument. But good conversation requires two people to understand. Listen to the message, not the tone of my voice. Because why do people think because you disagree that you're an asshole and there is no other fucking way? (laughs) How many people have you ran into like that? How many fucking people think that there's no other way? You're an asshole. You think that way. So you're the motherfucking. (laughs) You wrote the Bible, huh, motherfucker? You're the one that wrote the dictionary and you're the motherfucker that defined all these words, terms and fucking analogies right like that's what people don't get they really think they fucking wrote these books defined these words created these phrases catchphrases buzzwords whatever you want to call it you're an asshole because you disagree with somebody when in theory you really just having an open dialogue conversation and because there's words being used thrown around or Maybe in a little aggression, people automatically think you're an asshole and they stop conversating with you and then go tag you as an asshole to their buddies, friends, colleagues, employers the next day. Now you're labeled a bad guy. It's the biggest form of (laughs) bitch-made-ness. That's not a word, but I made a word. It's the biggest form of being a bitch-made motherfucker. You can't open your tiny peanut brain up to think outside the box long enough to come up and say, you know what? There might be another way to this. And I'll argue my side of it and I'll hear his argument. They don't mean he's a fucking asshole or a bad guy because we're high toned. Have you ever been in a barbershop motherfucker and argued with the homies? It's loud. It's obnoxious. It's egotistical and it's fun shit, man. You learn more in a barbershop than you do in a fucking classroom. 100%. Keep it 100 like y'all say. I've learned more in a barbershop than I have with fucking these degrees behind my head right now. But a lot of cats can't admit that. They won't say it. And you will never hear an educator say that. Because politically that's incorrect. You can't say that. You'll be fucking tagged. as a, You'll be blackballed. But the bottom line is 90% of what we learn is hands-on, experience-based life lessons. 10% classroom instruction is used in these streets. (laughs) I would argue maybe less than that. But I'll give it 10% since so many motherfuckers have student loans out here. We'll give it 10%. That 10% of what we learn in a classroom is used in these streets. And I would say 0% of what we use in a classroom keeps us alive on a daily basis. But we can't agree to disagree, huh? We have to fucking call each other assholes and label each other these certain terms and words because we can't think outside the box long enough to have an open dialogue and conversation with someone about something polar opposite that we don't understand nothing about. How about you know about Alaska because that's where you grew up and I know about Compton because that's where I grew up and we argue it. (sighs) We argue it but yet You fucking tell me I'm wrong about Compton. Call me an asshole and walk away. <laughs> You've never been. Literally, that's how fucking people are right now. D- dealing with people. I'm just telling you. So you're not an asshole because there's, there is other ways out there. Let's have a conversation. Open up a dialogue and have it. This KD conversation. Listen, man. I have friends that thinks he's the best player in the world. And I can disagree, and we can have a conversation, heated or not. And guess what? We can disagree sometimes. <laughs> sometimes one of the people in the con- one of the people in the conversation changes their mind and sees shit from a different vantage point. Just because we disagree, don't mean that the conversation is foul and fucked up. You guys got to get over this shit, dog. I have friends that think she's the best. I disagree. We have a heated conversation. Guess what? It's fucking healthy to disagree. It's healthy to disagree, dog. You don't have to tab him an asshole. You know, I've never talked about a motherfucker behind his back when he leaves me. I've had conversations because people bring up people. So, hey, man, you know him? No, nah, I don't really know him. I just met him. Damn motherfucker, asshole. And I, you know the first thing in my mouth? Why? How do you know? Oh, shit, I just met the cat. You didn't know? You didn't hear him? I heard him, but I also listened to him. Did you hear him or listen to him? We don't open the part of our brain up, dog. We're so quick to judge these motherfuckers. I said, look, homie, I don't know him. And I really don't give a fuck. But what he said actually holds water. Nah, man, that's, he's an asshole. He said Little Johnny is an asshole. <laughs> well, shit, I just met Little Johnny and he is an asshole. So <laughs> his shit holds water to me. Hell nah, man, Lil Johnny the homie. How many motherfucking conversations have you had like this? <laughs> Be honest. Like, people don't want to be honest no more, man. They don't want to be real. It's unbelievable why the fake narratives control the fucking country. So we have a heated argument last night with the KD thing. I get into it on Twitter with people. Young heads telling me that I'm an old head, and I got to get past the old theory that, you know, it's now there's more movement in the game and there's more technicalities to it. It's, tech, it's more technical now. See, we need to respect this. We need to respect the craft of these youngsters. So my rebuttal is this. Okay, here's my argument. I've listened and I heard what he said and listened and wrote. And this is the thing. I listen to this youngster and my whole thing is to him was respect your generation for what you have to show me respect earned is respect given. Let's make sure we're clear. Okay. Respect earned respect given. So you have to understand something. KD argument, this KD argument, you could say what you want. I said, "Why would I respect somebody that is in a league in an era which is less?" There's less rules. No zone defense. I mean, zone defense. You can't. You couldn't run zone defense back in the day. It was called illegal defense. I can't respect uh, uh, you because you can shoot 40-foot three-pointers. I mean, that's just a – that doesn't make me respect you. (laughs) Like, so we're into it. We're arguing, you know. I'm just fucking arguing with this kid. And, you know, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful or nothing. I'm just talking my shit, you know. And uh, we're talking, and, you know – (laughs) he said that the game's more technical more skilled and faster and I said please don't say more technical I said there was no zone defense back in the day and you can't even fathom the concept that there was a thing called illegal defense so you should go google it (laughs) <laughs> um, And I was like What's to respect That's This is my whole thing you know. And we're agreeing to disagree It's fine There's no reason to I said what's to respect Y'all play in a softer era We have to agree that it's softer Please don't say it's not softer I don't care what your reasoning is Why it's softer Please don't say it is not softer Okay come on Common fouls are now technical fouls. Let's just be real. But anyway, I said, you play in a softer era, more favorable rules. You all get to dictate where you all play at. And you dictate for who you play for. But we're supposed to respect that. (laughs) Remember, there was an era. Now, you're going to say, oh, you ain't progressive enough, coach. It's a progressive time now. Cats don't need to play for them motherfuckers. We get to choose who we play for. Back in the day, y'all was just supposed to shut up and dribble. Like, you can say what you want to say. It doesn't matter. Those players still had to go through the process. Just like it's fucked up. 400 years ago, slavery existed in this fucking country. And probably until shit. It probably still does in some places. People don't know. Whatever color, race, creed you are, there's fucking slavery, racism, etc. But guess what? They had to go through it. For us, for you, for them. And hopefully it gets better. It's still fucked up. But don't tell me we don't play in a softer era, more favorable rules. We dictate where we fucking go. James Harden didn't dictate where he played for. Uh, Lillard ain't dictating who's going to coach for him. And I'm supposed to respect that? Miss me with that shit. Win one ring at one spot. KD had Westbrook and Harden in, his, in their prime. Wasn't good enough. KD had to bounce to Golden State. I mean, should have won three, won two. Needed Steph and Clay, Draymond, really. Fucking big four, really. What's his excuse now? What, what is James Harden's motherfucking excuse? For all you Harden fans. Plus, Harden went to my high school, by the way. For all you Harden fans, you know, I don't have no problem with Harden as far as a human shit. I don't really, I don't know Harden. So I remember me as a youngster running around our high school, our teacher, but I just don't respect him, but I don't know him personally. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gauging his, his personal life. I don't, I don't not respect his personal life. I respect the shit out of his personal life. The motherfucker is made hundreds of millions of dollars. So he got it right. <laughs> so I respect the shit out of that. All them motherfuckers I respect for that. KD, Kyrie, all of them for what they, how they ended up. Now, I've been saying they earned it. They, they are just, the marketplace dictates the check, the contract. The marketplace has been set so fucking high now that you have the Conleys of the world getting 150000000 million. Let's be honest. So, he's a good player and shit, but goddamn. The marketplace has set the tone. It ain't the... It ain't the fucking value of the player on the court and the result that he's getting you. Because if that was the case... Giannis should have been his pace should have been docked the last two years after winning the MVP, the most vulnerable player award, because this motherfuckers choked every year. And finally, yesterday, he scores 40, finally attacking the rack. Stop shooting threes because of the freaking nature that he is. And guess what he did? He made free throws. Yeah, he airballed one, but he made more than he missed yesterday. So fuck, man. You know. That's what people don't get. He made free throws. What I've been saying, got to make free throws. So give it up for Giannis. Giannis made free throws. Yay. But at the end of the day, to me, people are saying Harden and KD are in the top 10 of all time already. That's what they responded to me yesterday with. And I said, hold on, top 10 because they score a lot of fucking points? That puts you in the top 10 of all time? How about they will their team to victories without jumping around to play on three different super teams? If they were that great, why don't they have more rings? (laughs) Why has Harden Harden done absolutely nothing? Why has Kyrie done absolutely nothing but hit one shot? For a LeBron-led team. I mean, LeBron took the Cleveland fucking Indians with about... You could argue Kevin Love was okay. He was fucking hurt a lot. I mean, fuck. He he had a fucking role-playing team that he took and beat Golden State with. With Kyrie. I mean, you know, Kyrie was one of the best players in the NBA. But Kyrie didn't lead that team and win that series. <laughs> Come on, he hit a jump shot that won a game that happened to be the series. So, yes. But what has he done since or before? By himself. What did he do in Boston? How'd that work out? What's he done in fucking New Jersey? Or Brooklyn? What's he done there? Absolutely shit. He's done nothing. He's just a talker. He fucking gives everyone a blue-collar worker a fucking black smack in the face because he won't even show up to work. wants to talk about Fucking his mind ain't on basketball. I told you that shit was a fucking excuse. So if they didn't win that shit, now he's got two excuses mind on the Middle East and he got hurt. (laughs) Maybe he should have set out more games. Brooklyn, you got fucking robbed. This motherfucker missed work an exorbitant amount of times and then didn't even finish the season for you. And thinks your ass worried about other shit besides the franchise that's giving you a max contract probably in a year and a half. But you're making $35 million a year right now. And, <laughs> dog, you can't even finish the season. Injuries occur, yeah, sure. But you know what kills me? And again, agree to disagree with me. Title of this show. You know what kills me? LeBron and A. D. are crucified for having injuries. They weren't giving nobody gave a fuck about them being injured. They Lakers lost. Fuck. Clippers are winning now. Lakers choked. Lakers got a horrible team. They were beating Phoenix two to one when A D got hurt, dog. They were actually dominating the series. (laughs) I mean, why is that not discussed here? I just don't understand how motherfuckers in the media and social media are so narrow-minded and closed-minded and weak-minded that now, last night, by a show of KD hugging his mama, KD is the greatest he was hurt on one leg. He played 58 minutes and do-do-do-do and Kyrie was hurt and James Harden was, shouldn't have been playing and do-do-do. And then your fucking first-year head coach with no experience who should never got the job uses these excuses. At least Ty Luke fesses up and be like, hey, man, this is part of the game. Kawhi's hurt. We have no excuses. We're down 2-0 to the Jazz. Came back and beat him 4-2. See, that, that shows some maturity in a coach. That's what a coach is supposed to do. He leads, not follows. He don't create more followers. He creates more leaders. Guess what he's done? You can argue that Ty Lu has gotten more out of Paul George than any coach yet has gotten out of Paul George. Even Vogel in Indiana. So... Ty Lue deserves some props if he can get this team to a championship game series. They can beat Phoenix, but you know, agree to disagree, dog. KD is a great scorer, but again, scoring doesn't win titles. I mean, look at Harden and Westbrook. Look at Bernard King. How about Tracy McGrady? How about AI? Great scores who never won shit. Carmelo in his prime. How about him? Like, dude, what have they won? How are they, because you score a lot of points. Okay, there should be a, there should be a fucking category. Greatest scorers of all time. Greatest shooters of all time. And then greatest players of all time. See, Magic Johnson has automatically got to be one of the greatest players of all time. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Isaiah Thomas, Kim Olajuwon. Not only were they the most well-rounded players in their generation or all time possibly, they won championships. See, to me, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar obviously, Will Chamberlain obviously, Bill Russell obviously. I believe those guys all are the greatest players in the NBA. But Charles Barkley never won a championship. So where is the cutoff? Because you hear me talking shit about winning. Because see, to me, Barkley was a six four player dunking on David Robinson, taking on Shaq, dominating the paint, and he's a true six four. There's never been a Charles Barkley in my in my eyes that's ever walked the earth. Never been a Charles Barkley, in my opinion. I've never seen another motherfucker like him. I mean, power dribble, two hands, tomahawk on the fucking from no no run. I mean, come on, dog. There's no one like that. But he never won a championship. So if we're talking winning, I can't put him up there. But player-wise, skill set-wise, he's my top 20 by far. Maybe, probably, probably top 10, to be honest. Um, and if we talk about rings, then I probably have to put him in my top 20, right? Everyone above him would have a ring. And before the super team, which I believe has ruined the NBA... Apparently so is Michael Rapport and Rashid Wallace. If you watched Michael Rapport's video last night at a bar, hanging out with Rashid Wallace in New York, um, they said the same thing. And Rashid Wallace is a very underrated, motherfucker. You are talking about a dude that should have been in the in the Hall of Fame to me, skill set wide. Rashid Wallace was a motherfucker, but anyway, I mean, him and KG to me are right there neck and neck, and KG gets so much more love than Rashid Wallace. Because why? Because it's a fucking, we think of him, we perceive him, and perception's reality. He's perceived different. Even though I've heard KG stories, and he's a shitbird from what I hear. But Rashid Wallace, I heard, is great off the court, but he was an asshole on the court. See what I'm saying? I'm a shitbird because I was asshole, apparently, to referees, I yelled at coaches and kids, but you never knew me off the field. You perceive to know who I am. Perception is reality, dog. Um, You know, I don't know, but agree to disagree, have an open dialogue, have a conversation, argue, disagree. It's fucking healthy. You're not an asshole because of it, but you know, But KD's a great scorer, dog. But so is Harden. So is Westbrook. I mean, so you're telling me Westbrook's not a top 15 player? He wasn't in any of the top three, top five MVP or all-NBA teams this year. He averaged a triple-double again, damn near. And he's not? Like, I want to know why Butler keeps getting so much high praise. Jimmy Butler. Why is he in there? Donovan Mitchell I think was more deserving. Devin Booker was more deserving. And. Bradley Bill was more deserving. And Westbrook was more deserving. In my opinion. Then. Jimmy fucking Butler. I don't know why he gets so much love. First of all. Him and the Washington Wizards basically had the same, you know, the Wizards had a play-in and get in, and Miami was a sixth seed or whatever. Um, Utah's the one, or the one seed in the best conference in the world in the West. What Westbrook did with that Wizards team after the horrible start, you have to give them some kudos. And, you know, it's really him and Bradley Bill now. I mean, let's be honest. Um, And you're taking on super teams with Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Even Boston should have been better than they were. But KD is a great scorer. But it doesn't win titles. Without Klay Thompson and Steph Curry, what has fucking KD done? Yeah, he's a great shooter. He's a great scorer. He's a freak of nature. He's a seven-footer that can handle the ball. He can cross you over. He can stroke it on anyone. But... (laughs) i don't put him as the greatest player in the world because he can't will his teams to win like a lebron can and i don't i'm not a lebron fan trust me (laughs) i've never liked him i I, not as a person i I love him as a person because what he stands for but i don't like like i never i've never liked his game i've always thought he was uh overrated i got to see him more now he's in l.a And he's not overrated, I guess that's a bad word to say. He has created, he has taken every team he's ever been at and won. For the most part, even though he's, to me, he's blown, he's, he don't have that killer instinct in him. He don't have that late game poise, that Kobe, MJ, that it factor. That's why I can't put him as the best. But he does instantly change your fucking program. (laughs) And that's what KD does not do. KD didn't instantly change Brooklyn. All three of them came in, and you really don't know who changed it. I think KD's their best player, but that team don't mesh very well at all because you got a bunch of shitbirds, you got a bunch of enabled fucks, and then they're going to miss a game, gang of games. They never played together long enough. Their motherfuckers got every excuse in the book. Harden's out of shape as fuck. Hamstring injuries are soft tissue injuries that happen when you're out of shape all you kinesiology majors. You saw him in Houston. Yeah, he lost some weight, but Black is also slimming. The motherfucker, if you see him, he's not really the greatest basketball shape. But you're paying him $44 million to be that fucking out of shape to be injury prone. Like, what does he ever want? But we... So, agree to disagree, dog. Two days ago, KD wins... He has 50, and he's the greatest player in the NBA again. Last night he loses, and now it's back for debate. (laughs) How fucking quick you guys are to change your minds, man. It's unbelievable, you fair-weather fan fucks. Listen, man, I got a new sponsor of this show. Uh, Also, it's by Moink, M-O-I-N-K. It is a great fucking they have some great ass food man Moink was founded by an 8th generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank host Kevin O'Leary said the best bacon he ever tasted and I also agree and Jamie Siminoff creator of the ring video doorbell you know how everybody has ring he's invested in Moink so I would go really really try this shit out I'm just telling you the bacon is off the chain why do four companies control 80% of the US meat industry because big food crushes the little guy You can, you can help change that with moinkbox.com, M-O-I-N-K box.com. Why are 90% of the chicken servers in the U.S. dipped in fucking chlorine? Because big food doesn't have the same quality standards as the family farm. That's why you need moinkbox.com. The best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken, and the best salmon you'll ever eat will not come from a grocery store. You'll only find it on the family farm and caught by independent Alaskan fishermen. That's why you need moinkbox.com. Join the moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V, right now, and listeners to this show gets free bacon for a year with every box ordered. That's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste. For a limited time only, spelled M-O-I-N-K. Box B-O-X dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. That's Moinkbox dot com slash believe. Tell them the slapdick JB sent you, man. Check it out, man. That meat is really bomb. Um, you know, back to this Father's Day special. Agree to disagree. Tracy McGrady was a fucking freak of nature, by the way. One unbelievable score. You can argue he's right there with KD type of game. And those two remind me that their games kind are very similar to me. KD and McGrady were very, very effortless in their movement skills. They're effortless in their jump shot. They're effortless with crossing you over and dunking on you or getting to the rack. They can defend if they want to because they're so long and athletically shaped and built, right? But he couldn't win. Let me ask you this. Wouldn't you have wanted to see AI team up with Shaq and Kobe? How about that triple tandem? How about AI with KG and Pierce or AI with McGrady and Ewing? I mean, they didn't get to pick where they went in force owners hands. They didn't have this many favorable rules. They didn't have fucking zone defense. No soft ass flops. Fucking fouls, no shooting forty foot threes with the guy because he got him in the air, and then you shoot three free throws. They went to the rack and got to the line, uh, free throw line. Now cats are scared to go to the free throw line, and these motherfuckers are two hundred million dollar babies, airballing free throws. You are paying these motherfuckers two hundred million and he can't make a free throw? Ben Simmons? Fucking Giannis? You finally made some free throws? Maybe you're fucking got over your mental midgetness. Um Like god damn, dog. Can you please figure this thing out? You guys got to be able to shoot a fucking free throw making this much money. I mean, an accountant's expected to make sure his fucking spreadsheet is right and he's making a, maybe 150,000 tops. <laughs> Come on, man. Or he gets fired. What do you get? I told everybody, you can agree to disagree. I think you should fine motherfuckers if they don't go one for two every time. If you don't go one for two from the line, at least you should get fined. That's just real. You make too much money. There's no way you make $200 million, miss free throws, miss a game winning free throw or two or air a free throw and go home and live your life. Like I live my life after I leave Walmart. It should not be the fucking same. Now, did you deserve to make that money? Yes. Cause you're a God gifted freaking nature and you obviously worked on your game to improve that athletic ability and you're an elite player in the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, etc. In my opinion, you deserve the money. I also believe you should be held accountable for getting what you get, deserve. And you should... It should be incentive-based. Because you make so much money based to, uh, at, compared to the average human, blue-collar worker, you should fucking... By the way, quit calling everybody essential workers. And we need essential workers and frontline workers. And thanks to the frontline workers and the essential workers. You know what a word thank you means to them? Diddly zero shit. Because you know why? Because thank yous do nothing for their families' food on the table. It does nothing for their family's bills they have to pay. How about you give them a fucking plate of food, some money, donate some money, help them out. It's all about money. These motherfuckers are essential workers, frontline workers, and they get paid minimum wage, America. Fuck telling them thank you. Give them a raise, motherfuckers, government. Biden, you want to do change something? Change that shit. You put in Juneteenth, how about you fucking give the essential workers a fucking legitimate living? They have to work during their pandemic motherfuckers coughing and sneezing on them. And they're expected to be there every day to, so you can get your fucking food at Walmart, Food for Less, Kroger's, wherever it may be. That shit pisses me off. I'm tired of hearing about thanks, essential workers. Thank you so much. Thank yous don't pay the bills, motherfucker. Money does. Thanking them by fucking fattening their pockets. Stop slapping them in the face with thank yous. Thank yous means deadly shit. I'm tired of hearing thank you to essential workers. Motherfuckers, tip them in the line. Tip a central worker today, man. You'll feel fucking a lot better about yourself. I do it all the time. And they'll tell you they can't take it. They'll take it. Man, all right then. Well, it's going to get left here. And they'll take it. Tip your essential workers, man. They are essential. <laughs> Without them, you don't get anything. (laughs) But yet, you understand Americans listening to this show. Your essential workers make fucking nothing. Are struggling to survive and are serving you. They're like a fucking dog. The only reason a dog is put on this earth is to serve his or her owner. That's what essential workers are doing. You want to agree to disagree? Have open conversation? It doesn't mean I'm an asshole, people. Just talking. You You can talk back. Talk, I'll talk back. I don't know. But I'm tired of hearing the KD shit. And you motherfuckers, KD is the best. Two days later, Giannis is the best. Tomorrow, Kawhi will be back to the best. Why Kawhi don't get enough talk, I don't know. He only wins everywhere he goes, for the most part. And, you know, he got hurt. But, I mean, Kawhi Leonard has won and singly-handedly won games and dominated games and hit big-time shots. Arguably the best, biggest shot um, in recent history when he beat Milwaukee or Toronto. I mean, Milwaukee a couple years ago, right? With the side fadeaway. Like... (laughs) <laughs> no average cat's doing that shit right now Kawhi to me has the biggest The most poised The biggest nuts and guts In this profession right now Is Kawhi Leonard And he's won three titles But the thing is He don't get enough um, He don't get enough love man In my opinion He don't get enough love But It's what it is its it is what it is. So, who knows? Um, I think I sold Doughboy, man, to a doctor and a uh, great family man in, in, in Vegas. So, shout out, man. I'll, I'll let you know. He needs a great family home, man. I'm not giving him the attention he needs. He's a fucking special dog, I tell you, but he needs some attention, man. Um, so anyway, um, so I don't know. Just there's a lot of things going on. But don't be a slap dick. Like me. Agree to disagree, man. Have an open dialogue. Hey, man, disagreeing with people is healthy. Now, I didn't say pull out your strap and shoot the motherfucker. But I said having a disagreement in an open conversation, open dialogue is healthy. So have some and maybe think outside the box and be fucking perceptive to what they are saying and vice versa and maybe you'll come out of it saying fuck he makes some vital vital points and uh maybe i should think that way not you don't have to change your whole ideology i'm just saying maybe there's some fucking situations where you know shit happens dog i mean goddamn have an open dialogue. It's fucking healthy. Disagree. I don't think KD's the best player. I think he's soft, weak-minded. I think he's been to three different places with super teams. He's going to be at a fourth. I mean, where is he the best at? Is he the best Golden State Warrior? Is he the best OKC Thunder? Is he the best net? Like, no. In my opinion, no. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are the best. I still think Chris Mullen and Mitch Richmond are the are, are still better. They were there longer They did more for the community and the organization. KD's jumping around trying to collect rings. Because he knows he's a freak of nature. A seven foot fucking guard who can stroke it. And he knows he needs rings or he's just another seven foot fucking dude. And like Nowitzki, shooting threes everywhere. And only has a couple rings to show for it. And... He had it a lot easier than Dirk Nowitzki had it. Dirk at least beat Dwayne Wade and fucking LeBron. You lost to LeBron with a better team, motherfucker. And now you lose to a fucking team with P.J. Tucker as their basically second best player in a game seven. Because Middleton didn't have a great one. Drew Holiday was off. Giannis had 40 because he's Giannis. I mean, he's really just a freak of nature that can't shoot. Giannis is a disrespect to this game, in my opinion. You know why? He is, could be the most freakish talent we've ever seen, possibly. But if you've, if you've seen his jumper year in, year out, it is the same. <laughs> why the fuck does he have so many fucked up mechanisms cracking with his jumper? This motherfucker's elbows over here, this fucking little, like, dog, how about you work on your jumper instead of fucking worrying about fucking KD's the best player in the world, motherfucker? How about you stop saying that dumb shit, work on your jump shot, and it could start at the free throw line. You can easily break your mechanics at the free throw line. You have three, four months off. If you win it all, you have two or three months. Go fucking change your jump. It hasn't changed. Levar, Le, Le, Lonzo ball jumper changed like a motherfucker. He worked at it. I don't believe you worked on your jump shot because there's no fucking way it still looks that fucking stupid. Your jump shot looks fucking stupid. And it is hard to watch you shoot a jumper. A little less a fucking free throw. See, real cats perfect their craft and they go in and get in the fucking lab with their pen and their pad and they change things they create goals they try to set goals they try to accomplish certain goals small at a time little at a time change your fucking stroke (sighs) worry about the misses and makes later let's break the bad mechanics first you're telling me an NBA coach hasn't fucking done that with a guy that could be this great you're blowing my mind. Just another motherfucker here to collect a check. Coaches, allow it or you coach it. You're allowing Giannis to do what the fuck he wants. How about you go in there and change his stroke? They make bands, they do they got fuck I I mean I've done it's sim there's no different than changing a quarterback's throwing mechanics. Delivery mechanism. Platform. Change his platform. This motherfucker's elbow is out here. This fucking balls like this. Dog, at least one thing I know, how to shoot a Jimmy Crack Corn around this motherfucker. I can shoot a jumper. And I, I I mean, you guys don't know shit, but just so you know, I played with Ed O'Bannon, Charles O'Bannon, Evandre Jones, James Cotton, DeAndre Austin. <sighs> I mean, fuck, dog. Jason Hart, fucking Paul Pierce. <laughs> I've played with a bunch of NBA dudes, just so we're clear. I went to the best high school basketball program in America at the time. Okay. James Harden went to my high school after me. Jason Capono went to my high school after me. Before Ed O'Bannon, just so we're clear, was Tom Tolbert, my brother's best friend. He only fucking played in the NBA like 15 years. For the Golden State Warriors, by the way. So, anyway. Yeah. Our, my high school's put out some dudes. I used to play with Andre Miller, a local Watts player from Verbum Day. Played quarterback as well. A lot of you guys didn't know. Andre Miller only played, what, fucking 20 years in the NBA? So my point is I know what I'm talking about as far as perfecting your craft and trying to get better every summer. But, see, I think people become complacent because they know they're making so much fucking money. Why change? Why has Ben Simmons yet to figure out? That he has to shoot the basketball to become elite. To get his team over the hump. Because they're going to lose to Atlanta tonight. Because Trey Young is that dude in my opinion. His fucked up hair. This motherfucker looks like he's straight out of fucking Inkwell the movie. But god damn dog. Dead president looking motherfucker. You look like Lorenz Tate on fucking dead president. You need to do something with your fucking peace. Like it looks like, you know, fuck Chris Tucker talking about spiders having a meeting on your head. That shit is nappy as fuck. I'm pretty tired there, actually. I'm about to take a nap from that motherfucker. Clean up your shit, dog. You make a hundred million. That being said, you sure are a motherfucker though, dog. You figured it out. Luca has it. He ain't won a series. Trey Young has. About to win his second. About to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Dog. Why is Trey Young not mentioned with any of these motherfuckers? Because Lillard ain't made it to a finals. Hey, dog. Steph Curry ain't made no finals. and He ain't done shit without the big three. Luka hasn't done shit without the big three. I mean, with he hasn't won nothing. Not big three, but Luka hasn't won nothing. Why isn't Trey Young getting some credit? Embiid ain't done shit. Ben Simmons ain't done shit. Tatum has not done shit. And you just had the best three tandem of all time just go down in flames last night. And your so-called greatest player, KD, went 0 for 6 when it mattered, motherfucker. That's why he ain't the best player. I don't care if he played 48 fucking minutes. Did you see Kobe's final game of his life where he had 60 points because and he was deathly tired? And he was fucking almost 40? Don't tell me about that shit. KD's what, 33? He's all right. <laughs> Just so you know, don't think he didn't play 48 minutes the last three games and now all of a sudden you're going to call that air ball a... Accumulation of the last three games. No, it don't work like that. Winning and losing don't work like that, fellas. All you motherfuckers on Twitter, winning and losing don't work like that. It's called an excuse. You win or you lose. There ain't no fucking gray area. Oh, man, Kyrie didn't play. Fuck it. Well, AD didn't play, but nobody's talking about LeBron having no help. And nobody's talking about LeBron's ankle. Nah, the Lakers lost. Lakers shitty. Clippers taking back over the city. Well, first of all, they never had the city, number one. Number two, they're about 17 rings away from taking over anything. And I won't be alive. So they'll never take over. Um, so shut the fuck up with that bullshit. But anyway, it's crazy how some people get a pass, some don't. LeBron would have been, and I'm, look, I'm not a LeBron fan. LeBron would have been crucified last night if that game ended like that with him if he was there on that team and they lost like that he would have been fucking crucified today I haven't heard shit about KD today LeBron would have been crucified everybody loves to hate him I told you he's the most hated black man by black people in sports LeBron James Floyd Mayweather how crazy is that the two two winners in my opinion they win I mean fuck I don't know ah oh, man that's crazy but you know I only do real shit talk. You know what I'm saying? I only talk real shit. Like <laughs> motherfuckers that can't handle me are fake. So that's just truthful. I'm not an asshole. Agree to disagree. Have an open dialogue. It's healthy. I mean, goddamn. Oh for six in crunch time. You're telling me the best player in the world, a seven foot guy who can cross you, get to the racket anytime. And he can shoot over a double team just as Reggie Miller has always done, Larry Bird has always done, fucking Kenny Smith, Craig Hodges, fucking Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Those motherfuckers all shot over a double team. Some dude on Twitter last night's like, no, they didn't get double team. Motherfucker, so so the guys I just mentioned never shot over a double team? Ha ha. You guys got every fucking excuse in the book for motherfuckers that you defend, boy. You know what I just don't get before I end this show? How do you guys keep... Why do you guys like these losing fucks? Because you're a loser, in my opinion, if you have to chase a ring instead of create a ring. You're a loser if you have to go to three franchises to chase big threes. And you can't win... You've now lost, you've failed now twice with the best team in basketball. Just so we're clear, the best team on paper in basketball was the Brooklyn Nets and the Golden State Warriors both times you were there. You lost to both two underachieving teams with arguably one superstar in Giannis on Milwaukee and one superstar, arguably two with Kyrie in Cleveland. And you had four. Three superstars and a perennial all-star in Draymond Green. And you lost to a Kevin Loveless team in Cleveland. And by the way, you got hurt against Toronto. Nobody wants to talk about that shit. You get all the passes in the world. But remember you were fucking sitting out all that season and doing all that fucking load management bullshit like Hawaii did. And does, guess what? He's hurt too. It's funny how that shit comes back and bites you. But nobody's talking about that shit. So you could have had four rings in Golden State if your ass was about your business. But nobody gives you, everybody gives you a pass, dog, for that shit. Because it's not, because they're lying to you. Your circle's lying to you. You have a bunch of yes men in your corner. You don't have no real motherfucker like me. Because I would have told your ass straight out. You're soft as runny baby shit. And so is your teammates. You should create a legacy on your own. You should have came to Brooklyn by yourself and kept fucking those cats you traded. Lavert, fucking you had a squad with just you and them. And it could have been a real team. Right now you're chasing rings with a bunch of fuckers that are soft, out of shape, worried about the wrong shit. Man, Please. Some of you will be like, damn, he right. Some of you will be like, "Well, oh, you hating. Because <laughs> the closed-minded one is going to say he's hating. The real motherfucker is going to be like, damn, you're right. But it is what it is. Uh, <sighs> hey, man. Just telling you, the best player in the world couldn't get to the rack. And get one layup in overtime. You were 0 for 6. You think Kobe's going 0 for 6 in the fucking overtime? You don't think he's going to create a free throw line opportunity. By attacking the rack. You think AI would have went 0 for 6 in the overtime? AI beat the Lakers loaded big 3 team in the playoff series dog. You think. Fucking. Shaq or any of these big name superstar players wasn't going to get an opportunity to score. You guys lost by a point and the best player in the world in 90% of your eyes went 0 for 6. Let that sink in dog. Maybe you think now he ain't the best player huh? But he sure looks pretty shooting a motherfucker. He sure does score 48 points in a game seven. First person to do it. Yippee fucking yay. Dame Lillard broke the three point shot uh, um, attempts and makes in a playoff game against Denver. And guess what? They lost. <laughs> Denver advanced. Oh, you guys kill me with the fucking stat lines. They lost. The Brooklyn Nets social media Twitter account posted, wow, KD. I said, wow, you lost. Y'all lost? (laughs) Dog, you rather look pretty and lose? Oh, man, go watch White Men Can't Jump, dog. Hey, man, it's the Real Coach JB, man. It's been a great one. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers, all you daddies. Look at a father and learn how to become a father. Quit being a daddy. Every motherfucker with a dick is a daddy. Either they know it or don't know it. Everyone with a dick ain't a father, brother. Hey, man. Real Coach JB. Happy Father's Day. Peace. <clears throat> that was the wrong shit, by the way. But I wanted to applause for myself because I'm the shit. And I'll give you that But uh, let me end it with this Because I am a You is Slapdick pretty Why much Why you call me Slapdick? Cause my dick slapped me across your face <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peace Hope this ain't my last chance It's the last, Get chance, man, for give you. Another guy. last chance for me yeah, Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see It's the last chance for you Last chance for me It's the last chance for you Last chance for me It's the last chance for you Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top? We gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me.